It's time for America's most unique motorsports show, Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer, brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. Good afternoon. I'm Kirk Elliott, once again sitting in Scott Trailer's chair on Mostly Motorsports because Scott Trailer is in Indianapolis right now at the PRI show. And he's with us right now. Scott, how are you doing? I cannot he, hear Scott. He needs to right unmute now, again. So we can uh, get Scott's mic unmuted and we'll be able to hear him. We heard him here just a couple of minutes ago, Todd. So we'll uh, try to get Scott online here. And uh, he is. Can you hear live. me now, Kurt? I can hear you now. All right. What's going on? Oh, just, uh, you know, walking around here at the PRI show, enjoying um, visiting with a lot of different people around here. It's always a great time. It's, you know, the PRI show, as we mentioned before, Kirk, it's it's really a social gathering, really. Um, you, you get to run into a lot of people that you haven't seen or, or you don't see very often, and you get to talk to a lot of friends that you that, – uh, that you don't get to see very often. So it, it's, it's a pretty cool deal to come down to the PRI show. Um, it, it, it's an amazing, it's an amazing view of everything in the motorsports industry, Kirk. It's, it's just an amazing uh, time to come down here every year at the first of December and, and enjoy the, uh, all the camaraderie between all the people that are down here. It's, it's really cool. Uh, saw Terry Maddox here just a little bit ago. I know you're going to have him on the show in just a little bit. Um, saw Jordan Mallet here just a little while ago. Um, he's wanting to try to do some 410 racing maybe in his future. Uh, so it, it's really cool just to come down here and see everybody. What is everybody talking about right now? What's, what's the big topic of conversation in your mind as we uh, close out 2022? It's been a different year. This year we had tire shortages and stuff like that early in the year. We right. didn't hear so much about that later in the season. The price of everything has gone up, uh, fuel prices, all of these types of things. So what's what's everybody talking about? Well, you know, I, I really haven't had a chance to roam around much yet, Kirk, um, to be honest with you. Um, I've really only been over to the ASCS uh, booth and – I will say that there's some good news about the they've got two ASCS national tour races at Lakeside Speedway this year. And Kirk, you won't believe what I'm getting ready to tell you. They're going to run them on Friday night. Hallelujah. At Lakeside Speedway. Wow. Yeah. It's a Friday night racetrack. So that it's makes a, a lot of sense. It's a Friday night racetrack. Absolutely. Yeah, it makes, it makes a lot of sense to do it on Friday night. And, uh, I think they're going to have uh, some interesting support series classes. You might talk to Terry about that when you get him on the show about the support classes that are going to be at Lakeside Speedway. Uh, there's a lot of schedules. USAC released its schedules. A uh, lot of talk about uh, some different things going on with the uh, World of Outlaws Platinum uh, plan that the drivers drive for. We'll get into that here in just a little bit. Right. But, uh just a lot of different things going on out there. Late models, we talked yesterday with uh, D-Swab, uh, Derek Kessinger, about the new plan that the Lucas Hole Late Models has come up with. It's similar to what NASCAR does, an elimination-style right. playoff format. They added about a half a million dollars to the point funds, going to pay a million dollars for the total point fund for the Lucas Hole Late Models, $200,000 to win the championship. Uh, World of Outlaw Late Models released its schedule, so a lot of different things going on. They just keep piling more money on the late models, don't they, Kurt? Yeah, I mean, it, that, that's that been the big story of racing in general. The late model world is leading the way as far as throwing money at their division of racing. That The late yeah. models are the ones that have led the way on this. Yeah. Uh, there's no question about that, Kirk. Um if you want to be a professional race car driver, I think the best place for you to go right now would be uh, Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, uh, the World of Outlaw Late Models, 
XR Super Series. There's so much money being thrown around in the late model division right now. Um, I think that's where a lot of people are taking a look at and and possibly going over there to uh, to try to run some late models. Yeah, and, and as we say that, the World of Outlaw Sprint Cars, the NOS Energy World of Outlaw Sprint Cars, uh, came out with uh, its uh, point fund for 2023, and they have raised the level of money that's going to go out in their 2023 point fund next year. They've got some exclu- uh, bonus programs that they've set up. So even though we've said that late models have led the way as far as throwing money, sprint cars are trying to catch up right now. With the High Limit Series is coming up, that's forced the world of outlaws to uh, adjust to what they're doing. And uh, they announced uh, that they're going to up their point fund as well. Well, you know, the one thing that we're not going to see next year is the million-dollar race, right, Kirk? Isn't that yeah. the case? Yeah, that yeah. I talked to Derek Kessinger about that yesterday. He wasn't quite sure. He didn't think that they were going to schedule another million-dollar race this year, but you never know what Tony Stewart's going to do. Uh, he His idea is that uh, if you had it every year, it wouldn't be as special. You know, that a million-dollar to win right. race – you don't need to have that every year. They were 21 years between the two that they had at Eldor Speedway. So that's that's something that uh, you wouldn't expect them to do every year. What would what would be the ideal amount of years in between races? I, I think, Kirk, if, if it was me, I would think at the very minimum, I think you need to do about five years in between those million-dollar races. exactly what I was thinking. Four, five yeah. years in between yeah. those events. And, yeah. you know, it'd be great if you had that in the, in the sprint car ranks as too. I know they're having a $250,000 to win race at Houston Speedway next year, but how about a million dollars to win for a wing sprint car race? Well, you know, I, I, I think that would be great. Um, but I don't see that happening. Do you, Kirk? Do you see that happening I'm, I'm in, th- in sprint car racing? I'm thinking, why if, not? If there, if there was anybody to do it, it would be... Todd Quaring, right? I, if, if, if somebody was going to do a million-dollar sprint car race, I think Todd Quaring would be the guy to do it, wouldn't you think? Well, yeah, and if Tony Stewart can do it for the late models at Eldora Speedway, why wouldn't he do it for the sprint cars? He is a sprint right. car guy, after all. Yeah, no doubt. Did, did, but um, that, that's a lot of money, and I'm just not sure that we're going to see a, a million-dollar sprint car race in the near future. What do you think? Hmm... I don't know. Never say never. Well, that's true. Never say never. That, they, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that we would see that. Yeah, I, I would be too. I would love to see that, but um, I'm just not sure that we're going to see it any time in the near future. Uh, the World of Outlaw Sprint Cars, as we mentioned, they've upped the ante. It's now a million-dollar championship points fund for 2023. So now along with the $200,000 points fund for winning the championship, an additional $150,000 will be available to the champion through the bonus program split between the driver and the owner, meaning the championship winning team could earn $390,000 in 2023. That's way more money than they've been doling out to the champion over the last few years. Brad Sweet. Just winning his fourth what did Brad make this year to win the championship? Do you know? Was it two hundred fifty thousand? Yeah, I, I think, think it was. I wasn't think that's about what it was. So yeah. if you had another hundred thousand dollars on top of that for next year, even right. more than that, actually, hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars on top of what uh, the champion earned last year. Sprint you know, cars funny, Kurt. trying to catch up. You know, it's funny. I, I, I've been walking around talking to a couple people, and I haven't had a, a chance to talk to a lot of people, but. There's a real big buzz about 410 racing right now. And a lot of people believe that the future is in 410 racing right now. Um, I, I, I hate to say that, but I, I love ASCS, the national tour. Um, they've got a lot of great races. Uh, they're going to have a couple races at Moberly this year, Kirk. A couple national tour races. Randolph a two-day show. They're going to have a two-day show. Um, i on 512 and 513 at Moberly Motorsports Park. That's a great racetrack. 
for sprint cars, especially. It is. If you want to see cars go fast, you want to go to Mobley and check out that ASCS National Tour race. That'd be a good one. And then, uh, and, and then they're going to have that Friday race again at Lakeside Speedway, 825. And they're also going to have a race on 526 as well. Yeah, that, uh, I'm just looking down through the, uh, through the full schedule for uh, 2023. And uh, 40, 48 events total for the National yeah. Tour in 2023. You know what I like more than anything on this schedule, Kirk? They're going to kick off the tour down at Devil's Bowl. Yeah. On, on, on March 17th and the 18th, they're going to kick off the uh, ASCS National Tour Race down at Devil's Bowl. And that's good news because, uh, you know, we always thought that maybe Devil's Bowl might be sold. It hasn't been sold yet. I got confirmation on that. It hasn't been sold yet. And uh, it's good to know that they're going to go back down to Devil's Bowl. So that's good news. And the Lakeside Speedway event, as you mentioned on Friday night, that is on Memorial Weekend leading into Lake Ozark Speedway, which will be on Saturday and Sunday nights. That's a, that's a good place to put the Lakeside Speedway event right ahead of the uh, Memorial Weekend at Lake Ozark Speedway and then go to Creek County Speedway the following weekend. So I like the way the schedule lays out for the uh, Lucas Hole ASCS. Uh, there's some uh, new racetracks. I see Shelby County Speedway on there, Boone County Speedway, back right. to Dodd City Raceway Park, Batesville. They're going back there in 2023. Rush County Speedway, a lot of new racetracks. We're not used to seeing on the Lucas Hole late, uh, ASCS schedule. Kirk, um, what year did we go to Dodge City? I can't remember what year that was. Yeah, can you remember I, what year that was? I can't recall. It's been, what, at least 10 years, hasn't it? Uh, it has. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a long time. And uh, it's good to see him get back there to, to Dodge City Raceway Park in Dodge City, Kansas. And, uh, you know, it. There's uh, they've got the short track nationals on here, Kirk. They have a date. 10-6 and 10-7, they're going to run the short track nationals. The track is to be announced. They haven't announced which track they're going to be doing that at, but there's rumors flying around, but I, I, I can't say where that's going to be because I've been sworn to see, see that I wouldn't say where that track might be, but I, I have an idea. One other big uh, change I noticed, Scott, is uh, Lake Ozark Speedway had for years uh, been on the Labor Day weekend. It's not on Labor Day weekend this year, but it will close out the season on October 27th and 28th. That's after the uh, Devil's Bowl Speedway Winter Nationals on October 13th and 14th. So what do you think about you know, that? Me, pers me personally, Kirk, I like ending this season at Devil's Bowl, if you want to know the truth. Beginning and ending the season at Devil's Bowl. Yep, I, 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 I enjoy watching the, the season finale down at Devil's Bowl Speedway. So um, I'm a little, I, I was a little set back when I saw that Lake Ozark Speedway is going to be the final two nights of the Lucas Oil ASCS National Sprint Car Tour. Were, were you set back by that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, but I, I, you know, I'm not surprised because if you remember last year, uh, Labor Day weekend, they uh, featured the 410 Power I. Uh, sprint league that weekend and they also had the lucas hole ascs and the midgets but it just seemed like the 360 cars and they changed the name of it, it used to be the 360 los nationals uh but that was changed when they brought the 410s in there i just kind of felt like 360s were kind of playing second fiddle that weekend of the 410s on labor right. day weekend so but it it's still uh good to get a premier date to close out the season at Lake Ozark Speedway in October next year. So if it, yeah. they can't be the featured attraction on Labor Day weekend, then the next best thing is to schedule a two-day show to end the season in late October. You know what I like? Uh, I'm sitting here looking at the OCRS schedule, and they're going to be racing on 616 at I-70 Speedway, Kirk. What do you think about that? OCRS at, uh, at I-70 Speedway. Yeah, that's a, I, that's a fast racetrack. The the 
those OCRS cars, uh, what kind of a show do you think we'll see there on that day? I don't know. Well, if, if, to be fair, Kurt, we, we, we don't see a lot of 305s in our area, so I'm not sure what the car count will be there for that show, to be honest with you. But I don't see but the they raced the, but they raced the night before at Lucas Oil Speedway. How about that? But I don't see the Lucas Oil ASCS coming back to I seventy next year. Why is that? Um they they haven't booked it yet. So, so that I know may Terry's, be an addition. Yeah, Terry's wanting to get a, a, a date for uh the Lucas Oil ASCS National Sprint Car Tour at I seventy Speedway. They just haven't got together on the date yet. And the short track nationals, that, uh, that's going to be interesting to see where that ends up. We'd heard talk when you were down there at Little Rock uh, for this year's short track nationals that they were going to keep the short track nationals alive. Just a question of where it would be. It'd have to be on a, on a short track, absolutely, but it really needs to be at a place to, that's kind of got, would draw the similar type atmosphere that we had at I-30 Speedway, you can never replace I-30 Speedway, but you got to be kind of careful how you uh, transfer that over to a different facility. I don't know. To me, yeah. the, the, the options are kind of limited on what would be the best facility for the short track nationals. Yeah, you know, um, again, I, I, there's some rumors floating around. Uh, what racetrack it's going to go to. But I, I, again, I was sworn to secrecy and I can't say, I can't divulge that, that information. But you can say it's going to happen. We just don't. It it, it is going to happen. It is going to happen for sure. Yeah. Uh, The, you know, we were talking about the world of outlaws. They up there, Andy, as far as their point fund for 2023, but we saw a post on, uh, sprint, this is a sprint car only site. And I see a quote here from Carlton Reimers, but I'll, I'll just read this. I'll just read this and see what you think about it. In addition to the available bonus program, contracted full-time World of Outlaws drivers or teams will now be able to race four non-World of Outlaws nights without restrictions as long as they are outside of 48 hours or a 100-mile radius on either side of a scheduled event. If a driver or team runs five to eight non-World of Outlaws nights, they will lose their eligibility for the exclusivity bonus program, but will still be able to contend for the championship and receive the points fund at the end of the year. If a driver or team runs nine or more non-World of Outlaws shows, they will lose all benefits, including the points fund and bonus. And here's a quote from uh, Carlton Reimers. We listened to the drivers and team owners and put together a lucrative program for 2023. We believe will benefit them greatly, said World About Laws director Carlton Reimers. It is important to us to make sure we support the teams that help us put on the greatest show on dirt every week. So you think this is all because of high limits, Kurt? Uh, I don't know. That, I think so. You know, you got Brad Sweet, Kyle Larson running that high limits program, and they've already scheduled some dates for 2023. Uh, but you, you think this is more of a pressure on the world about laws uh, that they they had to kind of buckle under on this thing? Who, who gave in here? Well, it sounds like the world of outlaws gave yeah. in to me. Doesn't it to you? Yeah. I mean, are you surprised yeah. by this? Mm, not really. You know, I, I think with Brad Sweet being involved and Kyle Larson, I think they wanted to work with those guys a little bit. Don't you think? Yeah. And, you know, it really should be for the good of all sprint cars because the more high-paying races for 410 racing, and you pointed this out a little bit earlier, if more money is being thrown to 410 that just helps 410 in general does it not it helps yeah. car counts at world of outlaws events if you got more uh, teams running 410 sprint cars with the money being thrown at it uh, yeah. so the world of outlaws gets a benefit out of this if other promoters and sanctioning bodies are throwing money at 410 racing does it yeah, not no doubt. i think it helps yeah, everybody no 
No, I agree with you 100% on that, Kurt. No doubt. Yeah, I, 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 I listen. 410 Racing is making a, a comeback. A and you would have to agree with me on that, wouldn't you, Kurt? Yeah, and it's because of the amount of money that's being put out for mm -hmm. not just the world of outlaws, but other high-paying events that are being scheduled out there. you got guys with 360 cars are thinking, yeah, maybe I'm not spending as much money on a 360 as a 410, but when you have as many opportunities to race for more money at 410, right. uh, might as well field a 410 race car. Right. I, I well, don't know. I, I think that has more to do with anything. It used to be that there was a, a pretty good disparity between expenses of fielding a 360 car versus a 410. But now with uh, bigger purse monies going at 410 racing, it's, uh, it, right. it's drawn a lot of these guys that were racing 360s to go back to 410s. Well, the gap has narrowed yeah. between the cost of running a 360 and a 410 right now. The only the only problem is is that the rebuilds, you have to rebuild the 410s a little bit sooner than you do the 360s. You can run a 360. Some people run them up to 25 nights. Um, a 410, you're going to have to rebuild those after 12 nights. But having said that, there are still plenty of guys out there running 360 cars. I don't think the ASCS was short of car counts for the most part this year, were they? No, I don't think so. I think they had a pretty good car count. Yeah, they, they, they averaged a pretty decent amount of cars. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say that uh, that uh, the Luxor ASCS National Sprint Car Tour is dying on the vine. I, I still think it's a – I've always said this about the National Tour. It's a great place to learn how to be a professional race car driver, right? It doesn't pay as good. And – but it teaches you how to live life on the road. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, uh, that's a big factor to being successful at this is right. when you do a lot of traveling up and down the road, uh, there's, there's a certain infrastructure and a certain setup that you have to have in order to be successful out there. It's one thing yeah. to go out on the weekend if you're working a nine to five job and going racing on the weekend, it's a whole nother ball game when you have to gear up to travel on the road. It's just yeah. so different. Yeah. Well, people just don't understand that it's not a very glamorous life living out on the road. People don't, you know, people used to tell me that all the time. Oh man, I'd love to do what you do and be out on the road and go to all these races all the time. It's not very glamorous out there. It's a lot of hard work be honest with you so you're uh the pri show you've been going to this for a long time out there long Indianapolis. Time. are, are yeah. you noticing the crowds uh, as big as it ever is uh, what what are uh, there's a pretty good crowd for uh friday it's it's pretty crammed um down here there's a lot of people here this this year on a friday kirk typically saturday is the busiest day but uh, it seems like today there's a pretty good-sized crowd down here at the PRI show. And uh, this uh, this encompasses just all forms of racing. The, you got drag racers there. You've got uh, road racers, all, everything. Pavement Engine builders. Racing. They've got an area that has uh, nothing but machines, like uh, uh, machine shop machines, you know, that do engine builds and whatnot. They've, they've got an area just for that down there, so... There's a lot of stock cars around here, a lot of drag cars, just a, a lot going on, a lot of engine builders, um, flywheel people. Uh, there's just a ton of people down here, Kirk, and, and I can't wait to get around and start talking to a few of the people right now. Well, we're going to let you go and, and uh, go do that. So we'll talk right. with Terry Maddox coming up uh, after the break, and uh, you'll be back in the saddle on Monday. I guess uh, we'll have, have you on track talk tomorrow from out there too, right? Kirk, we, we figured out a date when we're going to probably uh, stop doing the daily show, didn't we? we? Didn't we figure that date out already? December 23rd. On the 23rd, wasn't it? Friday, December 23rd. That'll be our last everyday show. Yep. 
So and we're going to yeah. do a show on maybe on Mondays. I guess we've decided that, right? So far. I think Mondays is going to be the day. Yeah. Yep. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm looking forward to going out and seeing some races. That's what I'm looking forward to this year. So I, I, I'm all pumped up about that. I, I get, agree. I got to see uh, more races this past year yeah. than I have in a long time. So we'll maybe we'll get to the point to where we can go together to some of these races. How about there's that? The, there's the postman. Look, look oh, right in there, Steve. Our Wednesday's there he day. is, the postman. Yeah, yeah, there he is. Steve, how you doing, buddy? How's it going? Well, busy, tired, but it's all good. Really good. Having a great time. How many interviews have you knocked out? I think we're probably pushing 35 now. We've been doing all stuff yesterday and today at Racing Electronics. And now we got to gear up because coming up in about 15 minutes, we have all of John Force Racing. Oh, wow. Yeah, so now is not the time to be now is not the time to be uh, tired. Now is the time to be amped up. So Tell everybody where they can find all those interviews. All those interviews will be on Racing Electronics uh, social media pages. Uh, we've, we're posting all of yesterday's interviews today. You can follow Racing Electronics on Twitter or on Facebook, and they're all on there. Uh, or Motor Racing Network's Facebook stuff as well. So that's where we're having them on the YouTube page. It's, uh, it's uh, Racing Electronics or MRN. All right, buddy. Well, have a good one. Have fun with Force over there. That'll be a good one. Batten down the hatches. I'm getting ready to hurt some cats is what I'm getting ready to do. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it, Steve Post. So, all right, Kirk. Well, um, so we'll, I guess we'll just, uh, we'll see you here in a little bit. All right. All right. We'll catch you loose and talk to you a little bit later on. All right, Kirk. See ya. Scott Trailer, the host of this show, Mostly Motorsports. When we come back, we are going to visit with Terry Maddox, who owns the Lucas Oil ASCS Series, the Oil Capital Racing Series, the Rebel Sprint Car Series. He's in charge of the now 600 Micros. He's a busy guy, but he's at the PRI show. We're going to talk to him about the reveal of the 2023 Lucas Oil ASCS Sprint Car Dirt Series schedule when we come back here on Mostly Motorsports. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer, keep that engine alive. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com, serving the racing community for over 30 years. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix. It works. Here at Specialty Sportswear, in-house, we do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other add specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business, and make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Missouri's must play away. Osage National Three nine hole courses to choose from at the Lake of the Ozarks in the Osage River Valley. Stay and play packages in our first class condos. A beautiful clubhouse complete with pro shop and exercise facilities. A large pool for relaxation and families. The Eagle View Sports Bar and Grill. Great wedding facilities. 
Go online and make your tea time today. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. Pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil. It works. Yeah. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. Kirk Elliott back at the Racing Boys World Headquarters, uh, sitting in the captain's chair in place of Scott, who's out there running around the PRI show this weekend. Joining us now is Terry Maddox, owner of the Lucas Oil ASCS Sprint Car Dirt Series, just released its 2023 schedule. 48 dates on the schedule. Terry, how you doing? Oh, good. How are you doing, Kurt? Not too bad. Exciting uh, look at the schedule. you got a lot of new racetracks coming up in 2023. Yeah, we got 48 races on the 2023 season for the Lucas Oil American Sprint Car Series. Uh, some old favorites returning, some new new faces coming on board on racetracks. So we're, we're really excited to see how 2022 goes, or and 2023. I think everybody's happy to see Devil's Bull Speedway right at the top of the list to open up the season. It's still around. Devil's Bull Speedway still alive. Yep, we're going to kick off our 2023 season with the 50th annual Spring Nationals on March 17th and 18th down there at Mesquite, Texas. And that'll lead us off to our 2023 chase to see who's going to walk away with another $50,000 as our national champion. You know, the one thing I like about this, Terry, is uh, the geographics of all these events makes it really attractive for uh, a lot more drivers to uh, to run this whole series. Uh, you know, a lot of guys work for a living, but the way the schedule lays out, this is very doable for a lot of uh, 360 race car drivers. Yeah, we have a lot of two-day shows at the same track that kind of cuts down our uh, travel and with our tummy each night that makes uh, makes it worthwhile for those teams to drive that far and not have to worry about getting done racing Friday night and overnighting it to another racetrack. Uh, there's a few of those that we'll do, but majority of them will be at the two-day two day show, same track, and we'll uh, just try to continue our five-year plan here to see how uh, we can regrow this deal and uh, get it back on top. One th uh, couple of big things I noticed, uh, Lake Ozark Speedway, not on Labor Day weekend this year. You're going to close out the season at Lake Ozark this year. Yep. Instead of the Labor Day weekend, we're allowing uh, Kenny Brown and them to do the Power I-410 Outlaw Sprints during Labor Day weekend. And we are going to revive the LOS 360 Nationals that used to be around and uh, see how we can turn that into a crown jewel event to close out our season every year. Short track nationals on the schedule, but location to be announced. Uh, when when do you think we'll know where that's going to be in 2023? I think we're a, we're a few weeks out on that. Uh, the latest will be after the first of the year. We kind of have an idea. Uh, we're just waiting for some ink to dry on some paperwork and all that good stuff. And uh, once Tracy Clay signs the contract with the with the hosting track, then uh, we'll be able to get all that out. So uh, we uh, we can't wait to see uh, what track that will be at. That that that's always been a uh, big time event. Everybody was sad to see it go from I-30 Speedway, 
and that that was always a special atmosphere around the short track nationals i-30 uh was always a perfect place to have it but uh, it's going to be no more uh just to try to recapture the atmosphere that everybody was used to at i-30 speedway that's is that how big of a challenge is that uh i think you know there's going to be some of those loyal people that are going to be open to the change um i think with the location that uh, they're looking at i think that we could rebuild the hype as a it's not going to be the same but uh you know sometimes some sometimes you need to change and i think this change is going to be really good a uh, couple of racetracks what i'm familiar with shelby county speedway in harlan iowa i remember going there as a kid uh, harlan iowa in 2023 on july 1st yep it's a. Uh... We were able to get something together there with them to go with our Boone County Speedway up there in Albion, Iowa, or Albion, Nebraska. And uh, they reached out to us and wanted to try to put on a show, and we were able to find a date that worked for both of us, and uh, we're really excited about trying it out. Moberly Motorsports Park. We know that, uh, you know, that's in in different hands now at Moberly, Missouri. Uh, uh, I, I think a racetrack really conducive to good sprint car racing heading to Moberly and for a two-night show in May of next year. Absolutely. The gun Dagers that are going to be promoting the racetrack, they uh, they have us at Tri-City on May 19th and 20th, and they reached out and uh, wanted to see if we could uh, put together a two-day show the week before, and we're excited to have our return back to uh, what used to be Randolph County Raceway over there in Moberly and uh, hoping to turn that into a big two-day weekend every year for us. Lakeside Speedway has always been a big racetrack for you, but uh, you're, go- you're going to be there on Friday nights this year. A couple of dates uh, back at Lakeside Speedway this year, big track for you. Yeah, we're put, we put together two Friday night events here. We usually do try to do Thursday of NASCAR weekend, but USMTS had a three-day uh, extravaganza for the May show, and so we decided to see what we could do on Friday night, see if that, if that change would help us out a little bit, try to get some more fans in the stands and, uh, also, for their weekly competitors, you know, it's already a night they're going to run, so they don't have to run back-to-back weekends. And you just going to test the waters out, see how Friday night does for us on those two shows. Uh, some of these racetracks are paying out some pretty good money. What are the highlights of some of the big money races this year? Uh, we, our first high-paying high race will be on March 31st and April 1st. We're at Jackson Motor Speedway in Byron, Mississippi, and that is scheduled to pay 15000 to win on Saturday, April the 1st. And then the Knoxville 360 Nationals will pay 15000 to win. And then Short Track Nationals is set to pay 10000 to win, along with our Jesse Hockett Dana McMillan Memorial and Lucas Soul Speedway in September, paying 10000 to win. And then we'll have a few shows throughout the season as we keep on working on finishing the schedule up a little bit more. We will know what races will pay 5000 to win and 700 to start. One full season under your belt as the uh, head of the Lucas Hole ASCS. You traveled the series for a number of years uh, before that. But uh, your thoughts uh, after the first full season with uh, you in charge, uh, any surprises from 2022? What have you learned? Uh, it was a roller coaster year for us, for sure. With the, the tire situation, we had to cancel half of our races due to not having tires or rain outs and stuff like that so didn't really get to have a full full-on first season as you would say but uh, we've learned a lot and that's what went into making our schedule for 2023 but uh we're hoping everything turns around the tire situation looks a whole lot better after talking with the folks at Hoosier yesterday so I think we're ready to attack this thing and try to give it our all you are a busy guy you're in charge of the uh oil capital racing series the united rebel sprint series now 600 micros man how do you do all this oh it's it's uh it's it's a tough gig but i chose this lap and this is what i wanted to do all my life is do racing and so uh, being able to go between the ascs and now 600 keep those schedules separate from each other we're still able to do both and then have just enough people in place that can do our ocrs urss and usl it just makes life a whole lot easier on us. Uh, looking down uh, through your uh, Oil Capital Racing Series schedule for next year, you got some new tracks on the schedule, some new places you're going to be to in 2023. Talk about that. Yep, we have a few new racetracks on board. Uh, me and my business partner with OCRS, Terry Gorby, we are going to uh, take over the racetrack over in Longdale, Oklahoma, Longdale Speedway. So we'll have two 
two OCRS events there along with a couple ASCS Union Region shows and the ASCS National Show. Uh, Elk City Motorsports Park was revived by a guy named Rod Favre out of uh, California. He moved over to Elk City. He's going to have Elk City open back up. So we got 29 events on the schedule with a few new uh, racetracks, and we're excited to continue to grow our OCRS schedule. I see you're going to I-70 Speedway. How about that? That fast racetrack there. Yep, we're calling it the March through Missouri. Uh, we had a three-night show in the month of June, and we're going to kick it off on Thursday night at Lucas Hole Speedway, our first ever visit there. Followed by Friday night, we'll make our way to I-70 Motorsports Park, and then we'll wrap it up at Lake Ozark Speedway. But really excited to see some of these Missouri tracks come on board and make a little Missouri Speed Week with the Power I-305 Sprint joining us as well. But I think it's going to be one great weekend for us. Uh, you're in charge of the 305 Series, United Rebel Sprint Series. Uh, talk about that series and where you're headed in next next season. We kind of uh, regrouped the URSS to bring it back down into western Kansas where it was based out of before. and Trying to keep stuff local and trying to cut some of the travel down and uh, see how we can get the car counts back up, get the purses back up to where it needs to be and turn that into a, a premier 305 Series in the Midwest. And the other series, uh, the now 600 Micros, you're still heavily involved with that as well. Talk about uh, what's ahead next year for the Micros. Oh, yeah, that's my baby right there. The Dirt 2 Media Nastic Center Micro Sprint National Championship is back with a the biggest schedule we've ever had with it. We have 39 events on our national championship starting in Louisiana for the first time ever down at Arklatex Speedway on February 16th and 17th. And then we'll wrap it up with our first ever visit down to the Houston area at Gulf Coast Speedway in Alvin, Texas. A lot of two-day events at the same racetrack there and a lot of new tracks coming on board. And really excited to continue the growth of our 11th season with the now 600. But as far as getting rested up, there there is no rest for the weary for you. you got the Tulsa shootout and the Chili Bowl coming up. you still flagging those events, aren't you? Oh, yeah, we got the Tulsa shootout coming up here in a few weeks in the Chili Bowl. And on top of that is teaching school during the week and coaching basketball. So I try to keep myself busy, keep me out of trouble. Well, it, it, the shootout especially, that that really would, I would think, wear you down after, what, is it four full days from like 9 in the morning till almost midnight every day? How do you do it? Oh, uh, You know, it's something you just got to tuck yourself up to. We've been doing it for 10 years now, so it's just – it's just like another four days of racing in there, and when you're in there, you're in there from 9 to about 11 or midnight, but with how the racing goes and all that, it, it doesn't seem like you're there that long. It kind of seems like it dry, goes fast until you get to about Friday, to about Friday night or Saturday morning, and then it's kind of wearing you down, but other than that, we make it through it, and it's one of the funnest years, funnest weeks of the year. Uh, standing down there on the inside, this is like old school, back in the old days, the flagman down next to the racetrack. Had any close calls right there next to the racetrack flagging these races? Uh, there's quite a few. Most of them, most of it goes all right, but you got a few days that uh, they like to come at you like you have a target on your back. <laughs> but at least, at least you're in a position you can run to get out of the way if you have to. Oh yeah, that's a good thing about that. And instead of being in the stand, in the stand you can't go very far. But uh, luckily, when you're on the ground, you got a way to. Get the hell out of the way if you need to. <laughs> well, you do a great job down there. But you're on the PRI show. What's everybody talking about out there this week? You've been out there for this your first, second full day at the PRI show. What's everybody talking about? Uh, talking about wanting the schedule. We did, uh trying to finish it up a little bit last night, so we finally were able to get it printed out and get everything going. So uh, now we're just getting some drivers' names down that are going to put their name in the hat to chase the $50,000 national championship in 2023. And see how it goes thanks for talking to us terry enjoy the rest of the weekend and uh we'll see you down to tulsa sounds good kirk i appreciate it all right thank you terry maddox the owner of the lucas hole ascs sprint car dirt series and todd he is the flagman at the tulsa shootout and the chili bowl and i just can't no. imagine uh, how tired one can be after those events down there. Well, it isn't like he just does that. I mean, we just talked about the four other series that he's involved in. I don't and, know how he does it. And basketball and stuff. I, like he said, that's that guy there. It's it's a dedication, is what it he's is. He's a young guy too. Yeah, so. and and you know when you're able to catch that fire in a in a bottle at a young age like that, 
there are some go-getters out there in the world, you know, and, and those are the kind of people who change things, you know, those are, you know, there aren't a lot, of, like you and Scott and me always talk, there's not a lot of uh, young hairs in the, and a lot of gray hairs out there right now, and so it's good to see a guy like this, young man like this, tackling such a major major on taking it's just it's amazing to see he he's he goes and goes and goes down there that's for sure he's got more on his plate than anybody i know i, I can't imagine how much what his day starts like from 5 a.m till 2 a.m <laughs> i mean that's probably what his his hours are like sleep so what did say uh, somebody said sleep is overrated i guess for him <laughs> do it when you're young my friend because when you get to our age kirk it just is a different ball game so yeah, yeah. i'm glad to see old terry maddox and Heck, when he when he took on the other series, I thought, boy, that's a lot of work to do. And then, heck, he's got another one he just picked up, and they're going. And so it's amazing, just amazing. Uh, Todd, we're a week away from the raffle sprint car drawing at the uh, – this is at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame in Knoxville. Uh, can you believe that? We're a week away. We're going to be giving away a 410 sprint car. That, that thing is just a beast, man. I'm, it is. I'm telling you, the more you look at it, the more you think to yourself, yeah, that, I don't know. Just pick you up an extra couple uh, raffle tickets just because you know it's going to be, I don't know. When you see this car, it's just amazing. So 2022 Triple X chassis powered by Moyle Racing Engines, 410 cubic inch, and will be given away, as we mentioned, a week from today. Go to SprintCarRaffle.com. To order your chances to win this race-ready 410 Sprint Car and help support the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. Or you can get on the phone and call them at 641-842-6176. That's 641-842-6176. And order by phone. They're also going to be announcing the inductees to the 2023 Hall of Fame next Friday. That same day. So a big day big up day. in Knoxville a week from today. And also... The Corvette. The Corvette and the Sprint Car. Yeah. I mean, that Sprint Car, if you're a Sprint Car driver, Kirk Elliott, spring for a few extra raffle tickets because you never know. Brand new 410, race-ready chassis. Everything's ready to roll. And the this this uh, Corvette is just an awesome Yeah. Well, you, you went, that's at when... A Z06Corvette.com, like Kirk said. But like you said, you can also give them a call there at the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. They'll take care of you as well. And they're up at the PRI right now. Yeah. So if you see Bob Baker running around the PRI and you're up there or in the streets, hook him up. Have, he'll, he'll, he'll tell you exactly how to get these cars. This uh, Corvette, 760 horsepower, 5.5 LT6 V8 engine. 760 horsepower. This, it's wow. a race. It's a race car on in. zero to sixty in two point six seconds. Eight speed transmission, lofty eight thousand six hundred RPM. You see the size of the brakes on that thing, Kirk Elliott. See the yeah. inside. The you the, need them. You need you those have good to, brakes. You have to have it with that amount of horsepower. Signature four point four inch bore spacing, dual coil valve springs, four sixty, uh, four hundred sixty pound uh, torque. 6,300 RPM, edge red brake calipers. You're talking about those big brakes. Each engine is assembled by one engine technician, and each engine is personally signed by the engine tech who assembled that engine. The Z07 performance package includes larger tires and wheels, larger brakes, and an aero package that is unique to this Z06 Corvette. It'll be drawn for on August 19th next year. That's a week after the Knoxville Nationals, right. so you got plenty of time to get in and uh, get your chance. This is uh, several years now they've been giving away a Corvette at the That's National right. Sprint Car Hall of Fame, and this may be the best Corvette of I, them all. I think right. it is. It looks the, uh, it looks awesome. It's a it's a beast of a car, and like you said, Kirk, when you when you see brakes that are that size and the detail about them. Signing the car, one builder. You know where that kind of comes from, right? That's that's an Italian way of building cars over there. One built, one guy builds that car, walks it down the whole line, signs off on it. That's how they build the one at a time sports cars over there in in Italia. So that's this thing's. Uh, I don't know if you know this, uh, the the Kiss guitarist, I mean Kiss singer Paul Stanley, 
he said he never owned an American car in his whole life other than when he was poor, right? Like he had no money. But when he made it, he never purchased an American car. But this car right here was his first. He was first on the list, and he purchased one of these right out of the gate because he said this thing is truly a race car and competes with anything that anybody builds. So definitely, <laughs> definitely worth the price of a raffle ticket because you never know. When a Z06 Corvette.com is where you go to get That's how you do it. signed up for that. Uh, let's take a break, Todd. We'll come back. We'll finish things up here in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports every Monday through Friday right here at this time, live on Facebook and YouTube. And, of course, we post on all the uh, podcast uh, channels uh, that you get all your podcasts. Scott will be back here on Monday. He'll join us for Track Talk tomorrow at uh, 8 o'clock in the morning on Sports Radio 810 WHB in Kansas City. We're coming back with more to wrap things up here on the Friday edition of Mostly Motorsports. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com, serving the racing community for over 30 years. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix, it works. Here at Specialty Sportswear, in-house, we do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other add specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business, and make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Missouri's must play getaway, Osage National Golf Resort. Three whole courses to choose from at the Lake of the Ozarks in the Osage River Valley. Stay and play packages in our first-class condos. A beautiful clubhouse complete with pro shop and exercise facilities. A large pool for relaxation and families. The Eagle View Sports Bar and Grill. Great wedding facilities. Go online and make your tea time today. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. Pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. 
Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. Kirk Elliott sitting in for Scott Trailer. He's out roaming around the PRI show right now. In case you just joined us, he was on here at the beginning of the show, but he's got a lot of business running around out there in Indianapolis. So we're Todd and I are holding down the fort here in Kansas City. Uh, news out of the USAC ranks, Kaylee Bryson has signed on to race for the USAC Silver Crown Championship in 2023. If you remember, Kaylee almost won a race at the Illinois State Fairgrounds in October. She had she led a lot of that race out there and looked good doing it until she had uh, a mechanical problem late in that race. Well, she is hooked up with Sam Pierce Racing and will be running the entire 2023 Silver Crown schedule, so good going for Kaylee. I'm predicting that she wins a race at some point during the year in the Silver Crown Series. She's 21 years old. Uh, if you remember last year at the Chili Bowl, she won that B main to get become yes, the first woman to qualify for the Big main event at the Chili Bowl. And, uh, you know, she's had some up and down times in the midget this year. Uh, but I think she's got a lot of talent. She's very young. And uh, the way she ran that Silver Crown car at the uh, mile at Illinois State Fairgrounds in Springfield this year, I think uh, she she just might pick up a win. She's got a lot of, ta- a lot of talent in that yeah. little girl. So, yeah. yeah, I think hopefully she'll uh, doesn't get frustrated with a few, you know, rough finishes here and there and gets back and has a good year this year get at the chili bowl that's what always makes you feel good when you wrap up a season or start a season i do they consider this wrapping up a season kirk when you're at the chili bowl or is that the start of that's, the season i look at it as the start of the season yeah i guess i mean so. everybody goes january home for christmas guess, so. and you know to me a new yeah. year that means the start new year, of the new year new year new new program so yeah. everything because the midgets they they wrap up in november at turkey that's night. true you know they had you know justin grant won the turkey night this year and i picked Justin grant to win the chili bowl last year uh yeah, yeah. He, he he ran well up there but i'm gonna pick him again i think justin grant's gonna win the chili bowl again but you know really how can you go against buddy kofoid for how well he's run the midget yeah, buddy's had a good year so. this year and but you know as well as i do the, you're gonna see all the regulars other than the ones who aren't showing up this year kyle larson's not going to be at the chili bowl this year he's going to run a late model at the wild west shootout yep. this year so see uh, bell be but yeah christopher bell be there it's his hometown i don't know if you can keep him away i remember at one point though we talked he's to him. from norman yeah oklahoma i remember at one point when we talked to him right after he started the nascar season we talked you know after this last and he Said he wasn't sure about the Chili Bowl yet. Remember when he talked about that yeah. in that interview? We were like, "Yeah, he's gonna be, <laughs> he'll be there at that." Chili I expect, bowl. <laughs> uh, I expect Christopher to be at the Chili Bowl. But he'll be. Is he running his own stuff again? Is that how it's? Or is he gonna uh, be? He, didn't he run Keith Coon's car last year? He's been. Year? I don't know who he ran. I haven't. I didn't yeah. pay no attention to last year. Last year was the first year I didn't even. I posted some stories for Scotty Cook and some videos, but other than that, I didn't. Last year was the first year I didn't even pay attention much until the last night so i your guess is you know i'll take your word on that he's going for his fourth chili bowl win he he, won three in a row and uh, so that puts you in rare form if you put four up right well only one other two Uh, other people have won four chili bowls that's sammy and kevin swindell nobody's done four straight sammy's won five and kevin swindell won four straight from 2010 through 2013 so that that puts you in rare air yeah especially in tulsa you know that your name. You don't have to buy another drink if you walk into a bar if your name is Swindell. I just Bell. like to see somebody that maybe hasn't won it before. Well, Tanner, it. Tanner, Thorson Tanner Thorson won it last year. That was that, that was uh, exciting to see. And Tanner's going to be back this year to defend his crown in his own stuff this year. How about sunshine? Last year I he like, was driving that Reinbold car. Like to see yeah. sunshine maybe get a shot at it yeah. or T yeah, Mez. T-Mez is always strong. T-Mez will be, uh, he should have a good race car down there. So are there so. any Are there any surprises other than the few NASCAR guys that have 
fielded a team. Is there any other surprise entries that are in the Chili Bowl this year? Is there anything that jumped out, you know, when you saw the entry list? Was there anybody on there you went, huh? Uh, I haven't, you know, I haven't really poured over the entry list to just kind of make that determination. I see, uh, you know, Chase Briscoe is going to be yeah, we talked uh, fielding about a team he has, uh, multi-car and, team down there. And some pretty good drivers and cars, it sounds like, yeah. with that. So we'll see a friend, Dario, friend of the um, Indy car driver. He raced, that was his, remember, he raced a couple times down th- his first year down there. was his first year. We interviewed him, and then he raced the Indy 500 the, the, that earlier. And here, here would be one for you. Here, here, I don't know if this would happen or not, but, you know, Elio, uh, yeah. he's talking about running NASCAR. Yeah. Maybe some NASCAR races next year. Yep. Wouldn't you just love to see Elio Castroneves at, at the Chili Bowl? It's just like when Kenny Wallace <laughs> showed up, it was cool. I don't know. It was just something cool when you seen him walk in there. His presence is always, you know, so you're right, Kirk. Something like that would be cool to see. But if no matter who's down there, it's a spectacle. Yeah, that place is just—it's—it's it's something that you will never forget. And I tell people all the time, it's like the Grand Canyon, Kirk Elliott. I can describe the Grand Canyon to you, but until you've seen it in person, words don't do you any justice. That's when what you the go chili bowl. when you go to the Chili Bowl and the shootouts the same way. When same you way. get inside that building, you forget everything that's going on in the outside. World. It's a—it's a nothing else matters in the world it's a strange aside from what's going on inside that big building it's a it's a very surreal place to be in and you know what was stranger back in the old days kirk when it was a little more uh fumey i should say maybe when the fumes got to you a little more you know it's nothing like that now you know you smell a little bit of fumes and stuff oh, they've but, improved the but ventilation, the, the ventilation is tenfold over the years but the first year i was there i was amazed and that was towards the very beginning when they started working on that ventilation man let me tell you something you walk in and out of that place it feels like you're in two different worlds when you pop out of the when you walk out of the chili bowl arena down there at the big with the big uh driller in the sky down there so they've changed quite a bit down there too it's kind of a whole front end and everything's a little different down there in that that area down there yeah they redid the front of it concourse area and everything it's just a fabulous building to hold this it's the perfect venue for the chili but to me that's the star of the whole uh yeah two weeks down there with the Tulsa shootout and the chili bowl is the venue itself and the way it's laid out with the track on a lower level in the east end of the building and then in the upper level you have everybody pitted all in one building it's it's amazing and, to and see just the, just the uh the way the building you would have thought that the building was constructed just for the chili bowl yeah well, that, that's a, how perfect it is it, it's a mate my friend races bmx kirk not yeah. a friend a kid i know from high school he's a year younger than me and he still races bmx he's an old man you know he's going to be 53 years old <laughs> racing bmx bikes but he posted a video of the indoor bmx race in oklahoma and i thought well that sure looks familiar, and I sent him in, and he's like, yeah, we're in the Tulsa Expo Center. Yeah. I was like, I'll be darned. He's in that same building, and they have – so they race down those ramps, Kirk. Yeah. And they have a track on the thing, and then back up and around and all out in that area. Yeah, it's a, it's an amazing – and then oh, as soon as that Chili Bowl's gone, Kirk Elliott, what do they do? They As soon as it's pulled out of they steam, they clean that whole building. You wouldn't even know there was an event in there. And then they're bringing in either boats or a gun show yeah. or something else. I mean, it's amazing. Just You know, that building was constructed in 1966. How about that? Long before, before, before they than... thought of having the Chili yeah, Bowl in there. older than I am. It was for oil rigs. That, that yeah. It, it's uh, the largest uh, suspended ceiling building in the world. Yeah, There's if, no pillars if you can, people in, in inside Kansas, that building. If people in Kansas City... For a reference, it's kind of like how the Kemper Arena was built. Yeah, all the all the stuff is on the outside of the building, right? Holding it up, so that's how you get such an open, unobstructed view. Because there's no pillars. There's right. just a, there's just a few big ones on the inside that support down before you get to the next section. That's so that, about it. That building was uh, standing 20 years before <laughs> they had the first Chili Bowl. And it's in the middle of Oak, uh, Tornado Alley, so it's a beast of, a, of yeah. a place. We we shot some drone video of that thing, and it's amazing how the size. It's a city block long, people. It's 
you 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 can pull in on one block or you could come out on the other block. Yeah. <laughs> That's how big this building is. It's Well, I look forward to it every year going down yep, there. It's going to so be cool. It's, it's, it's uh, going to be fun. The shootout is between Christmas and New Year's and the Chili Bowl begins on Monday, January 9th mm-hmm. and for 6 nights all the way through uh, that Saturday night. It's all the greatest midget drivers, and really the greatest drivers, period. Period, yep. Coming in there to uh, race on the dirt. The and largest indoor racing event in the world. And like you said, it's what I didn't quite understand when I first got there, because out- I was an outsider. I, first, I didn't realize these cars, some of these cars were just built just for Chili Bowl, right? Like, yeah. this is a one-off thing. Some of these guys. Well, that's the only time they run a midget. That, and so it's like, you know, when, right. in my mind, it's like, you know, like there's very little rules other than their weights and everything. But everything else is this is this is how the industry evolves and grows, I believe. Like you, you take your chances and do things in this and people see how things work and you say, hey, you know what, let's let's move this into our series and this type of thing. And so I'm amazed when you go down there, it isn't just the best drivers. It's some of the best mechanics and builders and, you know manufacturers all around it's just a it's a spectacle like you said it's not just just it isn't like how you go to a regular racetrack kirk this 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 there's all the regular race car drivers and people there plus the manufacturer guys and the builders and the mechanics and it's it's a different ball game man yeah you got the trade show that's uh, just a social gathering much yeah. like uh, what it is at pri this weekend that's right. on smaller scale with the trade show and everything but all there in one building, and it's uh, it's a sight to see if you haven't been there. We're well, glad. Todd, we're getting ready for, uh, I guess we'll be here tomorrow morning. Bright and early. Track Talk, 8 a.m. And we'll talk more. Scott will join us from the PRI show. He's going to be out there tomorrow, so we appreciate you tuning in. Thanks for Terry Maddox for checking in as well. And uh, Mostly Motorsports will return on Monday with Scott sitting in this chair. We'll be here to help out. Thank you for tuning in. Joining us tomorrow morning for Track Talk at 8 a.m. You can watch it on our social networks, Facebook and YouTube Live and Sports Radio 810 WHB. Thanks to Todd and for my partner, Scott Trailer. I'm Kirk Elliott. Thanks for joining us here on Mostly Motorsports.